You're listening to the Cornerstone Word of Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this teaching from Pastor Mark. For more information on our church, please visit cwol.org. And you're familiar with this, but look, it's 1 Corinthians 13, 13 in the New International Version. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And so I told you at the beginning of the service when the Lord gave me this, and I've been working on this a while, he said it to me this way, living faith, hope lives, which if you've been around here a while, you got the t-shirt, right? Hope lives. Uh, Daniel uh, wrote a song. We, we love it. We use it a lot because it's very inspiring. And then Lovolution. Lovolution is something that um, I, uh, Robert, uh, Pastor Robert did in the youth, and I really liked it, and, and so I took it. And so we did a lot on Lovolution a number of years ago. And so it's like the Lord is putting some things together, living faith. Hope lives and Lovolution as a foundation as we go forward, as we finish this year out. So we're working on this a while. But I don't want you to go into this like I've heard that. I don't want you to go into this like I know that. I want this to be fresh to you. I don't know if you were here Wednesday night. Uh, I know you, most of you weren't here. But on Wednesday night, um, you know, we're doing something that's called the real faith. It's something about the Lord wanting us to get not just the foundation again, but fresh revelation on the foundation so that we can go higher. Is anybody ready to go higher? Amen. Well, so these three remain living faith, hope lives and love evolution. So we're going to start talking about living faith. We're going to start talking about living faith. So having living faith is um, it, when it's when it's living faith, it's not something you attempt to do only when you have a problem. A lot of reasons that people's faith is not working on a regular basis is because they don't work it on a regular basis. They only use their faith, they only call on the Lord when they're having a problem. The concern is this, and I've watched it, and I've watched it a lot over the last couple years, is if you only attempt, and I use the word attempt, everybody say attempt. If you attempt to use your faith when there's a massive problem, that means you're not ready. That's like me going to the gym and trying to lift, I was going to say 500 pounds, let's just even say 150. Uh, That would be like, I'm not ready for that. How many know I've got muscle but it's never, if it's not, it's never been developed. It, it's anyway, but you can't do it. Now, Philip there, he could go and I don't know what he can bench press or whatever he can do. I don't want to talk about it. But, but the truth is faith is a muscle. Faith is like a muscle. And if you only pull that muscle out when you got a problem, the deal is this, it's probably not going to work. Not that it can't work. I've watched people uh, come into our healing school, come here in the middle of crisis, and they're able to do it. But in a lot of ways, it is like trying to build a house in the middle of the hurricane. And it's very difficult. Now, the deal is this. I remember many, many years ago, and if you've been around here a while, you've heard me say this over and over again. I remember when I started the church some 27 years ago now. The Lord spoke to me and said, don't teach your people, don't teach the people to have faith projects. Teach them to live by faith. Everybody say, I have a living faith. 
And so a living faith is different than attempting to walk in faith. It is uh, when you have a problem. Now, can you? Yes. Should, they, should we help them? Should, and that's what you and I are for. Should we help somebody that's never walked by faith before, receive a miracle, receive an answer? Absolutely. Can some people grab a hold of some things uh, in the middle of a big storm? They can. But I'm telling you, it's difficult. And so you and I are here right now. You've lived through 18 months of a whole lot of weirdness, but you've arrived in the last days. And the days of just attempting to use your faith when you got a problem are over. You must learn to live by faith. I must continue to learn to live by faith. Now, even myself, listen to me. I've been preaching faith for 30 years, but I can't live off of what I preached 30 years ago, even preaching it. It has to be fresh. It has to be now. I have to be able to walk it out now. I have to live it out now. Listen, now, and don't anybody get mad at me, but you don't just need Easter faith. Don't get mad at me, but you don't need just Easter faith anymore. What do I mean by that? Celebrate the resurrection of Jesus on one day. He's alive every day. Amen. He can help you every day. And when times are good or, you know, kind of neutral, that's really when you need to kick it up. That's really when you need to be putting the word in. That's really when you need to be living by faith. So, um, again, we don't have, it's good for people. Thank God they're born again. And how'd they get there? How, how, how does anyone ever get born again? Romans 10, 9 and 10. Uh, Ephesians 2, what? By grace through faith. And when someone believes in their heart on the Lord Jesus and they confess with their mouth, they're born again, right? It's a faith thing. Now, listen to me. I believe everybody on planet Earth has been given the measure of faith. It is within everyone's ability to believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. It is with 7.4 billion people on the planet. Every one of them has the ability to believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and life, that no man gets to the Father but through him. They all have that ability. That's a little weak. Everybody has that ability. There are not many ways to God. There's just one. It's why it's narrow. And don't the younger folks, you don't you believe that garbage? Don't you believe that garbage? There's one way. He is the way. The way. The article is the. Means there's one. You can say there is one way to heaven. There's only one. Jesus is the mediator. And see, and a lot of people, even in our country, they get born again. And I, again, don't get mad at me. They have Easter faith. They have Christmas faith. And I'm grateful that they're born again and their names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But if you're going to make it and make it good, and you're going to have the abundant life that Jesus told you about in John 10, 10, then you and I are going to have to have a living faith in a living Savior. Come on, he's alive. Come on, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. He got up on the third day. He put his blood on the mercy seat. He sat down. He's ever living to make intercession for you and me. Amen. He's the high priest of our profession. Hallelujah. He's the high priest over this covenant that we have with the Father because of the blood of Jesus. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. And therefore, I have a living faith in a living God. Amen. Who wants good things for me? Amen. Yeah. 
Glory to God. So I just want to encourage you. This is living faith to me. I include the Lord in every area of my life. I include him in everything. I do everything by faith. The Bible says, if you, uh, you know, if you don't do it in faith, it's sin. So you and I have this opportunity to, living faith is God is involved in every part of my life. He, he's involved in my marriage. He was involved in raising my daughter. Uh, he, he's, in, he's involved in your career, in your business. He's involved in your daily life. In other words, um, I, I learned to be led by the Spirit of God by faith. He can tell me when I'm out of something at home. He can tell me to stay off a certain road. He can tell me to stay out of a certain store. He, he can tell, uh, come on, you, uh, you hear from God. You, you, you follow the Holy Ghost by faith. Everything you do is by faith. So, if, if, see, listen to me. If you, my point in telling you this is, and we're going to look at it, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. So every day I'm walking by faith. And if every day I'm walking by faith, that means I don't walk by what I see. I don't walk by the natural reports. I don't walk by how I feel. I walk by the word of God. Amen. Every day, not just on Sunday, not just when I got a problem, but every day. And this is, this is my life. Jesus is my life. Faith is my life. Uh, faith is a foundational doctrine. It's not a move. Faith is a foundational doctrine. Faith towards God. It, it's, it's a doctrine. It's not a movement. Oh, you're part of that name it and claim it and blab it and grab it. Yes. Hallelujah. I can throw the other one in, but we won't. Hallelujah. Listen, I, listen. you've got to get past what they think of you. Because they tell you now what they think of you. They used to just keep it to themselves. But now they don't. And you and I got to get over it. You and I are living by faith every day. So what does that mean? Well, that means that I'm living by faith every day. That means every day I'm going to put my faith in being led by the Holy Ghost. I'm going to be at the right place at the right time doing the right thing with the right people. I'm going to be led every day. I'm going to be led every moment of every day. Amen. I'm, not, I, I'm just not aware of the Holy Ghost on Sunday. I'm aware of the Holy Ghost on Monday. Amen. I, I'm, aware of, I'm aware of the, I, I am a sheep. I know his voice. He's guiding me. He's leading me in everything. Amen. Not just in doctrine. Some people believe the Holy Ghost will teach them things. But listen, he'll tell you when you're out of milk at home and you don't know it. Seriously. He'll tell you not to go, uh, you know, you're going to wait an extra long time up on Highway 72. Go another way, but it'll be longer. No, it won't be if you listen to the Holy Ghost. I understand he cares about everything you do. And the other thing is then, let's talk about your physical body. Right now you have a great opportunity to resist the virus. Amen. Uh, resist it. <laughs> you don't have to receive it. You don't have to take it. But listen to me, even if you mess up or something happens and you get it, your faith works to get rid of it. I said your faith works to get rid of it. You don't have to end up in a hospital. But if you are in a hospital, your faith still works. Amen. You know, I could go on and on. But listen, but if you're good with that, um, then I would encourage you for your health if there's anything going on, listen, uh, um, if you get a headache, believe God before you pop a pill. Yeah. 
But if you have to take a pill, believe God as you take a pill. Confess the word, amen. Every day, come on, if you're on medication, every time you take it, confess your healing. I lost something. Well, no, do it. Hallelujah. Every day. My wife does this. She does it way better than I do. Uh, way back when this all started, you know, they told you to wash your hands all the time and, and use that sanitizer uh, and all that kind of stuff. And I told you to, as you do that, because they said you're supposed to, what, sing happy birthday or something. I'm like, that's re- weird. Don't do that. 30 seconds. I said, confess the word. My, I have heard my, every time she washes her hand and, and people could be talking to her and she'll just shut them out and she just speaks the word. That's what I'm talking about. Living faith. How about your job? How about your career? Well, I'm just going to work hard. Well, that's fine, but that's what everybody does. I said, that's fine. You need to work hard. But what else do you need to do? I I have favor. I'm the head, not the tail. Come on. I'm like the three Hebrew children. I've got wisdom. Amen. Wisdom. I have the wisdom of God in my life. Amen. Come on. God blesses me. Come on. If you want the corner office every time you walk by it, say, that's my office. Now, you don't have to tell the person to get out. God will do that. Hallelujah. Are you with me? What about your finances? Well, everything's good. Well, good for you. Then believe God for something for somebody else. Or at least believe for seed to sow. Amen. Don't be just concerned about you. What am I talking about? Everyday living. Everyday faith. Not just waiting to have faith on Sunday morning or wait till you're in a crisis. But living by faith. Let me get Romans 1.17, Galatians 3.11, and Hebrews 10.38 all say the same thing. And you know it, so let's all say it together. Say, the just shall live by faith. This is how I live. 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 Amen. Now, I like this one, Habakkuk um, chapter 2, verse 4. We're going to look in the Amplified Classic. It says, look at the proud. His soul is not straight or right within him. That's not us. But the rigid, just, and the uncompromisingly righteous, that's me, and you shall live by his faith and his faithfulness. Now, I look at this two ways. Um, number one, I believe that we all have the measure of faith and I believe it's God given and God granted. And so I believe we live by his faith, but I think mostly this is talking about your faith. The just shall live by his faith. This is how, uh, it was prophesied in the old covenant that you and I were to live. Every one of us would have the ability to live by faith. There would be nobody on planet earth excluded if they believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and they were born again. Then after that, then their life was supposed to be a life of living by faith. Everybody say this in the room. Say, I will live by my faith. And so that's how we're supposed to be living. Then let's look at this. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, again in the Amplified Classic says this, I have been crucified with Christ. In him, I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. Come on, who lives in you? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are now the temple of the Holy Ghost. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's Christ the Messiah living in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith. 
Everybody say it again. The life I live now, I live by faith. By adherence to, reliance on, and complete trust in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So you can see by these five scriptures that you and I are supposed to live this way. And again, I'm overemphasizing it, but I want you to get out of this mentality of um, God's here and I love him and that's great and, and he's there if I need him and how you know he is. And when I have a crisis, he'll intervene. How many know he will? But if you want to be most prepared for the trials of life, for the crisis of life, for when sickness tries to come, when poverty tries to come, if you're a parent, you're, you know, there's a situation with your children, there's a situation in your marriage, there's a situation in our country, you know, if you, you, See, if you wait to activate your faith, then you don't know how to use your muscle. You don't know how to use it. And so if you will practice living by faith like the Bible says every day. How many of the Lord's trying to help us? If I do this every day, come on, everybody say every day. What kind of faith you got? I got a living faith in a living Savior, and I do this every day. I do this every day. I do this on Monday morning. I drive to work by faith. Around here, you might drive with faith and patience. And a good love walk. Hallelujah. Uh, And in that, I'll say, whatever you sow, you'll reap. You never let anybody in, they'll never let you in either. Hallelujah. (laughs) It's good for us when we pull out of the church because this is the church parking lot. Everybody knows this is the church parking lot. People are mostly nice to let us out into the line. Hallelujah. Thank you. And so, but, but everybody, living faith, right? Come on, are you living by faith? And you say, it is not something, you know, uh, everybody can get a tune-up here. Because especially if you've done this a long time, you can get relaxed in it. God is good. God does love you. God's going to help you. If you reach out to him, he's going to answer you. His mercy, are you grateful for his mercy? His loving kindness? Are you grateful for the manifestations of the Holy Ghost? God's moving. God loves us. But if you want to make sure that you're in position to always receive, because that is what faith does. Faith receives what Jesus has already done. Faith receives the promises of God that are yes and amen. See, the promises of God are for everybody, but you can't receive them any way but by faith. And so if you continually live by faith every day. So as I was thinking about this, the living faith part of this, I was just really meditating on how I could help you or I could communicate to you how to have living faith. And the first thing that really pops in my heart, because I've been doing this a long time, I've been watching people a long time, been analyzing people a long time. Why does this person walk in it? They hear the same things. They sit in the same room. They sit in the same classes. They, they, they hear the same word. Why is it that one person excels and another struggles? Why is it that one person seems to walk in it and another doesn't? I think a lot of this um, comes down to this first thing is um, for some people, faith faith becomes a formula. And to others, 
it becomes a lifestyle with somebody they know. Somebody they know. Somebody they know. Because, see, you can come, how many of the principles will work? But the principles were never meant to work apart from knowing him. The word, the logos, even a rhema word comes from the mouth of someone. You ought to be able to trace this word to somebody's mouth. Jesus is the word made flesh. And so in order for my faith to work, I got to know the mouth of the one. I got to know the one whose mouth it came out of. And really, for me, it's just basic and it's foundational. I've heard Pastor Rhonda talk to other ministers and Bible school students, and I heard her say this. She said one of the great disappointments for her is watching people. They never get to the relationship with the Lord. See, this is not meant to be a ritual. We don't have time clocks out there for you to punch in and punch out. This is not a religion. I know they call it one, but this is a relationship with the living God. And if your faith is going to work every day, you're going to have to know him. You're going to have to know him. Look, let's look at what the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.12. It says, for I know, everybody say, I know, whom I have believed, and I am persuaded. See, when you know him, when you know him through his word, through the logos of the word of God, when you get to know him, you get to know his characters. Yes, his ways are higher than your ways. Yes, his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. But the Holy Ghost will reveal God's ways to you. The Holy Ghost will re reveal God's thoughts to you. They've been written down for you. The thoughts you needed from God are written down so you can know him. Not just, it's sad for me that people that know about him, they, and, and therefore, because they know about him, you know, a lot of people know about me, but my wife and my daughter and my mom and others around me real close, they know me. They know me. In other words, um, I can't go to do something that my wife doesn't already know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, how would you know? And then she'll just point to the back of her hand and say, I know you like the back of my hand. It's irritating, but it's true. She knows what I'm going to do. What? But see, that's the thing with God. If you know about him or Sunday morning is a ritual to you or something you've got to do, you've got to get beyond that and get to knowing him. And that's, that's something you do every day. That's something you do. He's alive. He lives in you. Amen. You can know him. The Old Testament saints, when we get to heaven, you know, you may want to talk to Moses. You may want to talk to Joshua. But I guarantee you there will be a beeline for you of the Old Testament saints. And they're going to ask you one question. What was it like to have the creator live on the inside of you? What was it like to have the king of kings and the Lord of lords talk to you every day? What was it like to get to know him? But you gotta get, you gotta do it. You gotta. How do I get to know him? Well, you know him through his word. But he said, Paul said this: For I know who I have, I have believed, and I am persuaded. It's not until you really know him that you can be persuaded. It's not till you know him as healer that your faith will be released to receive your healing. It's not till you know him as provider that he'll be ooh, ha, 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 that he'll be able to provide all your needs. It's not till you know him as the author, the prince of peace, till you'll be able to walk in peace. It's not till you know that he is the joy of my salvation in, in order for you to walk in joy. You got to know him for who he is so that you can receive all that he's done. You can't know about him. You can't. 
He has to be more than Kenneth's God to you. He has to be more than uh, Mark's God to you. He has to be more than your mama's God. He's got to be yours. And you got to have a relationship with him. And you can get to know him. And so, well, Pastor, I feel like I do know him. Well, how many know you can get to know him more? Come on, we're taking a step up. We're going to know him more and more. When, see, when I, I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed to him against that day. So I know him, and faith is a persuasion. Because something's trying to persuade you. There's many voices in the world today, none without signification. They're trying to persuade you to believe something, to say something, to act on something. But when you know him, when you know him, when you know him, he'll persuade you with his word. And then you'll have revelation. You'll have the light of the word of God. And you can walk that out in faith. Philippians 3.10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. Come on, you want to get to know him better. You want to get to know him better. First John chapter 2, verse 3, Amplified Classic, says this. And this is how we may discern daily by experience. Daily. That we are coming to know him. So how, how, how are we going to do this? We're going to do this every day. When you wake up in the morning, how you doing, Lord? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good question. Because he's fine. He's good. Sitting on the throne. But con- talk to him. Oh, thou precious, heavenliest, fatherest, I comest. Come on. What's up? You good? I'm good. Yeah. I- He'll talk to you. I'm not talking about audible voices. I'm talking about knowings. I'm talking about perception. But don't be fake and phony with him. If you could see him roll his eyes, you would. (laughs) This is how we may discern daily by experience that we are coming to know him, to perceive, recognize, understand, and become better acquainted with him. How you know you can become better acquainted with him day by day? If we keep, bear in mind, observe, and practice his teachings, his precepts, and his command. So just to reiterate, you and I are called to have a living faith. You're going to have to make up your mind. I'm making up mine again. The just shall live by faith. I'm going to live this way. You say, Pastor Mark, is that hard for you? Well, you're here all the time. You're in church all the time. It's just as easy for me to get as natural as you get, especially with everything going on. You know, uh, Pastor Rhonda had it on her heart to send out the tongue and interpretation that Larry and Angela gave on Wednesday night. And then, uh, the, and then Pastor Belinda did something for uh, noon prayer on Wednesday. And Pastor Rhonda had it on her heart to send it to you. So you should have that in your email. And you should listen and read. Because the Holy Ghost is trying to say something to you. If you're part of this church, if you didn't get that email, then we don't have you as a, a, a member or we don't have you as someone who attends here regularly. So you can just email office at cwol.org, office at cwol.org, and get that. Because it's, uh, we gave it to you by video or audio, and then we gave it to you by transcription. It was on Pastor Rhonda's heart to get that to you. God is talking to us. God is talking to us. And one of the things that we have to understand is um, if we're going to live, we have to make up our mind we're going to live by faith. When it comes to my health, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to my family, when it comes to everything I do, I'm going to do it on Monday as well as I did it on Sunday. Or maybe even better. I'm going to do it on Tuesday. I'm going to do it on Wednesday. I'm just going to do it. I've even tried to use it at football games. It doesn't work as much. 
I remember one time I was sitting in a high school football game, and I was really rooting for this one team. And it wasn't, you know, the crosstown rivalry here. It was another thing. And, uh, but it was, you know, it's Alabama. And so I was praying. I'm like, Lord, Lord, you know these kids. I know these kids. You love these kids. Lord, they just need to win. They just need to win. He said, Mark, they're praying on the other side too. It's Alabama. Yeah, but our kids are better. Anyway, but, you know, but. But, you know, but faith in every other area, it works every day. But you got to work it. you got to be aware of it. You can't walk by what you see. Everything you do, determine when you get up. Today I'm going to exercise my faith on hearing from God. Today I'm going to exercise my faith concerning my health. With long life will he satisfy me and show me his salvation. No sickness, disease is coming near my dwelling place. And if something comes and you go, hachoo, instead of just saying, God bless yourself, say, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I'll not, I'll not tolerate this. And if you've got something and you even got a diagnosis, nope, you get busy on the word of God because, well, you know, I got it. My faith must not be working. Don't say that ever. I said, don't say that ever. Your faith works. Because it's in a living Savior. Amen. And you just begin to resist and declare and decree some things. Amen. So we have to live by faith. And in order to really live by faith, you've really got to know him. Not know about him. You've got to know him. How do you get to know him? Through his written word. How do you get to know him? By fellowship. How do you get to know him? By worship. Now, after that, then I was thinking about, Lord, <laughs> this season of living by faith. What, 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 what do we got to do to every day? Because there's, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's so much going on. I mean, it's been nonstop. I don't know about you, but whew, I got to turn everything off. I want to hear nothing from nobody. Well, listen, I, people, listen to this. I don't want to. Watch this. I don't want to. Quit telling me what to watch. I don't care even if it's Christian right now. I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, I got this. I got three or four that I know speak the pure word without opinion. I listen to them. Come on. Lord, what do I got, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? Then he reminded me of something, uh, a vision that Dr. Varallo had. And actually, in Angela's interpretation, the Lord said the same thing. And I've been saying the same thing. Because I remember when this happened, uh, one of the things the Lord talked about was running with your eyes up. All eyes on Jesus. If you're going to live by faith every day, you're going to have to know him. But you're going to have to keep your eyes on him. You know this, John's gospel, John 3.14. You all know John 3.16. But let's back up to John 3.14. It says, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, and you know the serpent in the wilderness is what? A type of Jesus. He who knew no sin became sin. Became sin. So this is a type of Jesus lifted up in the wilderness. Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Jesus is the one telling everybody, that was me. That was a type of me. 
I became sin. I'm, he, he's going to become sin. He did for us. He took every sickness, every disease. With his stripes, you are healed. He became poor that you could become rich. It was the great transfer, but he took it all upon himself. And that's why on the cross he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because God had to turn away from him as he became. He didn't just take your sin. He became your sin. Yes, it's horrifying what he went through in the natural, where he was beaten beyond human recognition. But you and I cannot even touch the fact, you know, don't raise your hand, but have you ever felt guilty for a sin that you committed? Jesus took the sin of every man, of every woman, of every person that had ever lived, was currently living, and would ever live. And he took it upon himself. He took the diseases and the sicknesses of every person that, that, that ever would experience sickness and disease. He took it upon himself. All the poverty, he took it upon himself. Yes, in the natural, they beat him beyond recognition. But he, he took on all of that sin unto himself, all the guilt, all the pain, all the shame, so that you and I could be free. And that should make you love him. And that should make you want to walk by faith. And how are you going to do it, though? Well, here you find in Numbers 21.9, just for time's sake, um, I'm going to look at this in the Amplified Classic. If you can look at that, Amplified Classic, Numbers uh, 21.9. Moses talking to the people, this is what they've got to do. And when he looked at the serpent of bronze, how? When he looked at the serpent of bronze attentively, this is how you're supposed to be looking at Jesus right now. You got The just shall live by faith. How are you going to do it? I got to know him. But right now with everything going on, all the voices, all the problems, all the opinion, all the posts, all the news, looking everywhere. It can get overwhelming. If you don't want to be overwhelmed, you got to do something. What do you got to do? You got to live by faith. What do you got to do? You got to continually get to know him. I'm going to live by faith every day. I'm going to shut it all out. I'm going to live by faith. What am I going to do? I'm going to get to know him even better than I've ever known him before. I'm going to get away with Jesus, and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to, do, I'm going to look to Jesus, and I'm going to do it attentively, expectantly with a steady absorbing gaze listen to me and when they did that those who were bitten by the serpents lived only those not casual glances not easter faith you're going to live and do it well and and receive all the abundance and live in health and wholeness and prosperity and peace and joy and you're going to get people born again and filled with the Holy Ghost and marriages are changed and children grow up to serve God and everything is good. How? By an attentive, expectant, steady, absorbing gaze. You know this, but Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. But I want you to say, look at this, looking unto Jesus. To look there means to stare. That word look there means to stare. Everybody say this, say, I'm staring at you, Jesus. (laughs) It means to consider attentively. 
In other words, the Lord shouldn't have to, the Holy Ghost shouldn't have to say to us, pay attention. Come on, have you ever had to tell your child, pay attention? I was doing, I think it was yesterday, I was watching something on TV and my mama was talking to me and I had to repeat it twice and then I didn't listen again. And Rhonda's like, listen to your mom and she muted it. Because you need to have respect and pay attention. Don't make the Lord tell you pay attention. Pay attention. Because see, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss something. Looking unto Jesus, it means to pay att- to consider attentively. And then I love this one. That word looking unto Jesus means, <laughs> you might want to write this down, not looking at anything else. I'm not looking at anything else. And you can't make me. I'm not looking at anything else. I'm not looking at anything else. My attention is on him. I have a steadfast gaze of him. He's no longer on a cross. He's no longer in a grave. But he is seated at the right hand of God. And he does live on the inside of you. Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. If you be risen with Christ. Come on, do I got any born again ones in here? What are we supposed to do? Seek those things that are above. Where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Verse 2. Set your affection on things above, not on the earth. If you'll make what's important to Jesus, what's important to you. If something's going on in your life, now I'm I'm not trying to belittle anything, but Lord, how important is this to you? Might change the way you look at something. I, I remember... I'll say it like this, you know, because I'm just kind of with him sometimes. I, Lord, does this concern you? He'll say, nothing concerns me. <laughs> I remember one time, uh, I tell this story a lot, but this kind of, it'll kind of jolt you sometimes. Uh, you know, I don't know what kind of relationship you have with the Lord, but sometimes he's kind of honorary with me because I can be kind of an honorary person. You can ask my wife. I'm not honorary with you. I'm just usually honorary with her. And... Um, kind of a little boy kind of thing on the inside of me um, that I'm never going to get rid of. And so, but I remember um, she was with her mom, Melba. She was in the hospital and, you know, Ron had to stay with her all the time. And suddenly I had this lump, huge lump, like a tumor come up. And it, it really, I'll be real honest, it kind of rocked me a little bit. And I remember putting my hand on it and pretending that I was in faith and cursing it. And, uh, you know, I was laying in bed, tossing and turning. And I said to the Lord, Lord, should I worry about that? And you know what he said to me? He said, Mark, that's exactly what I would do if I were you. I'd worry about it. He said, the Lord said that to you? I promise you, he did. And then I busted out laughing. I mean, laughing in the Holy Ghost, like hysterical. Someone would have thought I was crazy. And then I drifted off to sleep and then I woke up in the morning and it was totally gone. I don't know what it was. Was it serious? Who cares? The Lord, some, are, are you with me? How do we live this way? I'm gonna live by faith every day. I'm gonna do it by knowing him. And you have not arrived. I have not arrived. I'm gonna continue to press in to know him. It means I'm gonna have to get more in his word. 
gonna have to get more in his word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to hear the word of God. I'm gonna keep pumping it in my ears. I'm gonna keep looking. I'm gonna keep talking. And then, how, what am I gonna do? I'm going to shut everybody else out, shut everything else out, and I'm gonna look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. I'm gonna set my affections on things above. And when I do that, then that's going to um, cause me to be able to walk every day by faith. I'm walking with the Lord. How many know walking with the Lord every day, that really pleases him. Someday you'll be able to ask Enoch about it. Someday you'll be able to ask Noah about it. Because this was their testimony that they walked with God and it pleased him. How many of you know if you really want to please him, it says without faith it's impossible to please God. I want to please him every day. I don't want to just please him on Sunday. And I don't want to just want to try and please him when I have a problem. I'm going to do it every day. Everybody say the just shall live by faith. We hope you were inspired by today's message. If you want to hear more from the Word of God, head over to cwol.org, check us out on YouTube or any social platform under at Madison. We believe God is working within you and we want you to know Him so you too can make Him known.